Alone time. This is something that is necessary for us to recharge. This is especially true for empaths, introverts, and highly sensitive people, or HSPs, because we have a nervous system that is highly attuned and sensitive to the emotions and energy of the people around us, and this isn't always a walk in the park. When we don't get enough alone time, we can find ourselves feeling frazzled, exhausted, overwhelmed, and about ready to throw in the towel. Side note, if you're an extrovert and you're not an empath or a sensitive, I still invite you to stick around for this episode because we as humans need alone time in general. Alone time is critical for our individuality, personal sovereignty, and mental, emotional, and physical well-being. We don't always think about the impact that spending time with others all of the time has on us and our nervous systems. So join me on this episode where I will share three benefits of spending alone time and how it improves your relationship with yourself as a whole. Without further ado, let's get deep and I'll see you on the other side. Welcome to the That's Deep podcast. I'm Naomi and I'm an international board certified life and success coach Neurolinguistic Programming Practitioner, or NLP, as you've heard it, an empath, a mother, an introvert, and a podcast host. It is my mission to empower humans from the inside out through inner and outer exploration. Thank you so much for being here. If you love the show, please give it a follow and a five-star rating. I appreciate you so much. Now let's dive in. Here's three benefits to spending more alone time with yourself. Number one, you might actually be more productive. So people are distracting and we can't deny that. When we constantly have to divide our attention from person to task, from task to person, you know, and so forth, it can be difficult to get things done efficiently and with accuracy. I mean, how many times have you been like, say, working on a project and somebody comes over to you and just start talking your ear off? And then before you know it, you kind of just either forgot like what you were doing or you get all messed up, you know? So anyway, it's distracting. Yeah, I'm not really sure. Like for me, I'm not sure what part of my personality or nature makes me drawn to working alone. Like, I don't know if that is the introvert part of me. Um, I'm not sure. But I work as a single member of my coaching company, and I love it that way. And I have clients, but I love that I'm my own boss, and I can set my own schedule, and I can determine when and how often people can access me. Number two, the second benefit to spending more alone time with yourself is that it can recharge your energy. So if you're an introvert or an empath or a sensitive, then you know how vital alone time is for managing your energy input and output. Being around other people all of the time is draining and you need to be in your own energy and just like have this time to not be influenced by the thoughts and beliefs and opinions of other people. Um, This is especially important for those of you who are recovering perfectionists. Um, you know, who are looking to like drop the performance because trying to keep up appearances can be super, super draining. Here's a disclaimer. If you're an extrovert, this can have the opposite effect. So too much alone time can drain your energy if you're an extrovert, because as an extrovert, your attention and energy is focused or directed outward 
So um, extroverts really get recharged by interacting with their external environment, interacting with people, being out there. So um, socializing and all that kind of stuff. So just um, be aware of that because I have seen like empathic um, extroverts who did like spend a lot of time like alone, like and maybe more than they needed. And then it kind of like, I don't want to say it made them depressed, but like you catch my drift. It was very much, um, it was like an energy drain to not see people. And um, if you're an introvert out there, you can definitely relate on the level of feeling that energy drain. It might not happen because of the same causes, right? Like as an introvert, I think we get our intro- uh, we get our energy drained by um, like, you know, constant people around us, chaos, that kind of stuff. It's really draining. So I think that we can have some empathy for extroverts when they don't get the, like the socialization that they need. And we can kind of um, affirm their experience of just having an, like an energy drain or um, feeling energetically exhausted. But yeah, it's, it's just cool to, um, I guess, keep in mind, like, uh, I guess how people are wired differently, you know, we, we all kind of like sometimes end up struggling with very similar like symptoms of things, but then um, maybe the causes are different. So anyway, yes. <clears throat> okay. Number three, the third benefit of spending more alone time with yourself is that it gives you more freedom and autonomy. So nobody is allowed to control you and how you spend your time you know, within reason. So like if you have work hours, like nine to five, yeah, maybe like all of your friends can't show up at your workplace and just sit down and you guys can kiki it out. You know, maybe that's not possible. But um, outside of like work hours and those types of commitments, yeah, nobody's allowed to control you and how you spend your time. You are allowed to get space from people. I'll say that again. You are allowed to get space from people, and it doesn't have to mean anything about your relationship. You are still a human being with rights, and you have your own freedom, right? Even if you're a mom, a dad, a teacher, a coach, a therapist, you still have the right to your own freedom. Your sole purpose here on Earth isn't to just help and save others all of the time, right? At the expense of yourself, you are allowed to get back in touch with your own identity, Who were you before you became this mom or teacher or coach or businesswoman or entrepreneur, right? You had your own identity when you were born and you carried that until you started to take on other roles and wear other hats in your life. So I love that question. Who are you? Who were you before the world told you who you should be? And this also allows you to protect your time and energy and set healthy boundaries with yourself and others, which is my favorite thing to talk about, boundaries. So, yes. So, are you thinking about spending a little more alone time now after hearing those benefits? And maybe you're sitting there wondering, hmm, how the heck am I going to get any alone time? Because maybe you're a busy mom or a parent or a business person Um, you know, or anyone who's in a situation where it seems like getting any alone time doesn't feel possible. So I wanted to add in a quick couple of tips and hacks, especially for you parents and mothers out there. Um, You know, I feel like sometimes getting alone time can be pretty tricky, especially when you have children or just a really busy home life um, or work life. 
So um, here's some things that I found that really worked. And now just keep an open mind because this might not look like your traditional alone time where you're like absolutely alone in the quiet, like in the forest, you know, so bear with me. Okay. Number one, take advantage of the time that you have when you're out on the road running errands or in between work. So this can even look like, um, I mean, make sure that, you know, you're getting like enough sleep. I think sleep is like such a huge um, thing that we don't make a priority nowadays. And um, somebody told me about this really amazing book called Why We Sleep. And it just talks about like both the benefits and then the dangers of not getting enough sleep. So yeah, if you guys want to check that out. Um, That's definitely a good one. But um, for me, like, I try to go to bed, like, really early with my kids so that I can wake up before them so I can have a, you know, sometimes I get a couple of hours in the morning, which is really nice. Like, that sounds, like, unheard of, right, for some parents, a couple hours of alone time. But I just know the way my nervous system is is uh, wired. And <clears throat> do I get alone time like every single day? No, because I have two kids and a husband and a life and things to do and work. Um, but I make sure that I intentionally carve that time out for myself because I know that it doesn't serve me to, to have like no alone time. So um, <clears throat> sometimes even when I'm like out on the road, like in between um, like job sites, I will um, – you know, if I have like some extra time on my lunch break, like I'll just take like slow, intentional time to like eat my lunch slowly, make my movements like slow down. And I just, I don't know, it's so valuable. I hope this all makes sense. But yeah, it's just super valuable to have time to be in your own energy, no matter what that looks like. So I don't know how many of you moms out there just like sit in your car for an extra couple of minutes and do some deep breathing or just sit there and like listen to some like awesome gangster rap. Like <laughs> it just depends on what what you prefer. But I love like sitting down and doing a really quick like one to two minute breathing exercise or guided meditation on Insight Timer. By the way, if you haven't checked out my guided meditations on Insight Timer, a lot of people have said that they've really been, you know, really helpful. So um, you can just find me at Naomi Courtney, or is it Naomi Courtney Coaching? Either one of those on Insight Timer. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, sitting in silence is super valuable too, because we're constantly plugged in and we're listening to things and we're constantly responding to things. And You know, it's really important to take a moment of quietness before we run off to the next things that we're about to do. And then this next hack is especially for the moms out there. So, um, you know, if your little ones are napping or at school or with another caregiver, you know, take advantage of this time. I know I don't have to tell you that, but like um, I feel like sometimes – when I do get like a moment alone, I think I get really overwhelmed and like flooded with these emotions of like, oh my gosh, like I won't be able to like do all the things on my list that I want to do or like I won't be able to like do all the things that I really, really was desiring to do this week and I make it like more stressful than it needs to be. So sometimes I just like to pick like one or two activities that I really, really wanted to do or one or two very soul nourishing things that I'd like to do. Um, And that really helps to kind of maintain this self-care. So, yeah, sometimes I have my older kid 
put their headphones on and um, either listen to music or like work on an educational app or, um, you know, just do something like a quiet activity. Sometimes she just paints on the side of me. Sometimes she paints, sometimes she draws, sometimes she reads. Um, But yeah, these little quiet activities, they're not quite, you know, quote unquote, alone time, but they, they definitely help with this whole like nervous system regulation, right? So yeah, number three, another big, 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 like just, I don't know, like win-win for like everyone involved is um, spending more time in nature. So being in nature has so many benefits for human, but especially if you're an empath, you want to check out being in, you know, you want to make sure that you spend some time in nature, um, whatever that looks like. Because I know for me, like part of my life when I was a kid, I grew up in the city Um, So I live in a concrete jungle where there wasn't a lot of grass or, you know, like big old pieces of like just open land or anything like that. But I found um, that connecting to nature just wherever you can. So like there would be a random tree, you know, planted in the concrete jungle and I'd go and like just put my hand on it or like rest on it, read. Um, Sometimes I'd walk barefoot just like in the grassy parts. you know, within the pavement and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it's just, um, I feel like this is just such a win-win because you get your alone time um, if you can, right? And then you also get your the calming benefits of nature for your nervous system. Getting alone time is essential for the empath who is tired of feeling energetically depleted and overwhelmed with the busy lives that we live. If you are an empath who is interested in overcoming that energetic overwhelm, releasing limiting beliefs, and setting healthy boundaries in your relationships, then I'd love to invite you to enroll in the Empath Empowerment Coaching Program. So the doors are still open to enrollment and they close on September 12th, 2021. This is the last time in the year of 2021 that you can work with me in this Empath Empowerment Coaching Program. The next time that I will open up enrollment for this program will be in 2022. So I wouldn't wait. If you have any questions, you can email me at hello at NaomiCourtneyCoaching.com or you can visit my website at NaomiCourtneyCoaching.com. Thank you so much, everyone, and I will see you next time. Bye. So what did you think of the episode? If you loved it, I would greatly appreciate it if you left me a review on whatever podcast platform you are listening to the show on right now. Go ahead and rate us with the number of stars that you see fit and go ahead and leave a little comment and this will help get the podcast out to other like-minded and like-sold people like you. Thank you so much and I will see you back on the next episode. Mahalo! I know that there are a lot of creative souls that listen to this podcast, and some of you might even be interested in starting your own podcast. If you are looking to take the leap into the world of podcasting, I would love to offer you a month free on Podbean, which is the hosting site that I host my podcast on. You can get a month free if you use my link and I'll leave it in the show notes. Now let's get back to the show. Have you been seeing repeating numbers over and over again? Maybe you're seeing 1111 when you happen to glance at the clock 
or maybe you're seeing 222-333-444 or 555 all day, every day. Either way, I'm sure you're wondering what all of these repeating angel numbers mean and what you can do when you see them. I've got you. Check out the angel number cheat sheet. This is your personal guide to interpret those angel numbers that you've been seeing. No more guessing. You have the answers here. This is a 12-page PDF that covers the 12 commonly seen angel numbers, and this is the perfect resource for you to keep in your back pocket, aka your phone. I personally like to keep mine in my iBooks, Kindle, or Google Drive app on my phone for quick reference so that I can interpret the meaning of the angel number whenever I see it in real time. This guide is going to make it a whole lot easier for you to interpret the messages that you're receiving from the universe in the moment that you receive them. Download the angel number cheat sheet today and may all the manifesting miracles be in your favor. Click the link in the show notes to check it out.